Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast, the gold standard in wrestling podcasting. Um, we're going to come at you with kind of a free-for-all, just a, a myriad of topics, whatever we kind of feel like talking about. I have one I want to lead the show off with that I know that you will be interested in too, James, but let's bring you in first. How are you tonight? Your Panthers, big game on Sunday. You ready? Yes, sir. Uh, this will be my last episode because after tonight when I hit the lottery, I won't know you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just play. <laughs> Homie, you better get us some front row seats at Mania at least. You you have you have no idea the level of excitement. Like I'll I'll, I'll literally say let's just go down there tomorrow just to see how it is to prepare. <laughs> can I can I tell you something crazy? You know how like people can still win like other sums of money from that if they don't win the big jackpot. Mm-hmm. Someone from my hometown won fifty G's a couple days really? ago. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty uh, pretty crazy. Oh. Uh, Use that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Silly Sellers, how are you tonight? I'm just here so Cody Rose can get heard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. And uh, Dr. M back from Texas. He was scouting out the scene there. Uh, what was your favorite dish you had? You said your arteries felt uh, kind of clogged up tonight. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, there really wasn't anything that wasn't good yeah. um, in Texas. Um, it seems like, I don't know if this is widespread, but there was this place, this barbecue joint called Ironworks. Ooh. And um, it's basically, it was basically in a rundown shack. Oh. And um, you just go and line up and you get to this window where this uh, very aggressive woman asks what you want. Mm. <laughs> and... Um, you know, everything from all kinds of ribs to pulled pork, beef, brisket, what, whatever you can imagine. And uh, she slices it up for you. You get, you know, your traditional sides that you have at a barbecue. Um, it was very cheap. Uh, they also had a nice selection of desserts, which I was happy to see. Um, and yeah, it's probably the best barbecue I've had in quite some time, so... And, and listeners, just so I can tell you how much I hate Dr. M, he's probably the skinniest person I know, and he's also one of the people I know that can eat the most amount of food in one sitting, and he won't gain a single pound. Um, so all of us are going to get nice and plump in Texas at WrestleMania, and Dr. M is going to come out looking like a specimen. So just, just a work <laughs> I mean, here. I probably will. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, can, I, can I put out topic number one? Please. Mr. Two Chains, you ready for this? Yes, sir. UFC President Dana White was on TSN with Michael Landsberg and revealed the plan for who will fight former WWE star CM Punk in his UFC debut. This is a quote. I'm bringing Mickey Gall in, and he's going to fight a kid named, get ready for this, Michael Jackson. (laughs) They're going to fight on the prelims on February 6th on Fight Pass, and if he wins that fight, Mickey Gall will fight CM Punk, and CM Punk will be there at the fight to watch. That is what he said, and this is coming off of uh, WrestleZone.com's report. Uh, Nick yep. Paglino on the, the credit there. So um, do you know who this Mickey Gall person is, or is he some scrub? I do not. I saw the same report, and I was just saying, man, you know, I watch it just to see the, um, you know, what the, the hype. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, is the hype behind this this character, or is it behind uh, CM Punk, or is why, you know, Dana White felt the need to have to um, put that out there. But, um 
don't know anything about him, but I'll be t- I'd be tuned in to watch. It'd be really even more curious to, to see, like, if he doesn't win, you know, um, then who would be his, uh, you know, his uh, first competitor? Michael Jackson. Other- <laughs> you think so? That 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 was the option because I didn't read all. Well, the- no, I'm not saying that it's like either no, or. No, I'm just no. saying I want to hear CM Punk's no. first fight be against no. Michael Jackson. He could cut no. a heck of a promo on that guy. By the way, there's a, there was a UFC fighter named Bruce Leroy. Oh, so. that's fantastic. <laughs> wow. And he, and he was a character in the ring, that's for sure. Righteous. But, um, um, my, I guess my other note to that is um, it's just been a lot of hype behind CM Pump. A lot of hype just chatter because of the fact that um, his character will be on the UFC 2 video game. Did you see the screenshot today? A single match. I'm not sure when it. No, no, no. The trailer came out today. Yeah, I just saw a screenshot of what he looked like. It was pretty cool. Yeah, the official, um, the official, um, what do you call it? The official play, sort of say gameplay. Gameplay, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gameplay of the uh, of the game was shown today, and CM Punk's on there. A lot of people aren't happy about that because they say, "Hey, you know, how do you put this guy on there? He hasn't even fought a single fight." So, yeah, I think uh, I just think Dana White knows who he has as far as celebrity wise, and you know, this is why we're hearing about him a lot more than usual when it comes to uh, USC fighters. Sure, sure. Uh, I just want to throw that yeah. out there because I, I didn't know if you'd seen that, but obviously you have because you follow MMA, you know, much closer than I do. Um, but, you know, I thought what you was going to go at was the other news coming from the USC in regard to Ronda Rousey. Uh, I, you know what? I didn't make much of it. You're talking that she asked not to be a part of UFC 200. Yeah. I, I don't make much of it. I really don't because it seems like they already have their direction for Mania not factoring her in at this point. But I will be plumb happy if if it does. But I don't make – I mean personally, did you read more into it than I did, I guess? I mean it's weird that um, I think a fighter to ask for more time off considering the fact that she lost her belt. She did um, get her freaking face like broken in though to be fair. Absolutely. But, you know, the competitor and somebody should say, hey, Lay, I can't be – sort of say naked for all this time and just be okay with it like i'm i'm i need to train you know you go you you get your resting period but after that i'm ready to go back in there and fight again but she's asking for more time yeah i mean she's gonna almost get to about 10 months without having it considering mm-hmm. that she's not gonna fight at 200 so i don't know i don't know what you know her overall scheme is because don't forget too she said she wasn't gonna fight past 30 so how old is she i don't she? know I th- uh, 28. She'll be 29 coming this year. Huh. Okay. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm still keeping my hopes alive for her to be at Mania, and her asking for more time makes me feel like that she's uh, considering, um, you know, other forms of entertainment in her off time. Hmm. Sorry, I mean, I was just looking at an article there while you were finishing up two chains, and I read that... Um while it's not like official by any means, it's like mm-hmm. becoming more and more likely that Mania Thirty Three in twenty seventeen will not be in Minneapolis. It will be in um, Orlando. And as a mid- uh-huh. as a Midwest resident, I'm kind of bummed out pretty hard about that because I I could have driven to Minneapolis. What? Why? Let me let me ask you a question. I don't either because that stadium looks happen? looks beautiful from what I saw during the Vikings game last weekend. Go ahead, Celis. I'm right, sorry. Right. Do you, do you think it would be better if they had it in Tampa over Orlando? Because you can use Damon Raymond Raymond James, excuse me, Stadium in Tampa, and NXT's right down the street. I think that'd be a great venue to have it in Tampa Stadium it as w- a main event instead of Orlando. 
I yeah, it would be nice only like you you know you know it, Mania was just there for Mania twenty four, which I guess like is becoming more more and more ten years ago than I'd like to admit because I'm getting older oh, sure. I guess. But sure. um, the thing about Orlando is, and it's going to be very similar to Dallas. It's such a travel hub. You know, yeah. with all the tourism already built into that town, that I'm guessing between that and the performance center and stuff being there, maybe that's the appeal of it. Gotcha. And maybe you could hawk so many passes for people to tour the performance center that weekend. Not that like that needs to be the sole reason to have it, but that's just another thing. But they must have a good relationship with the city of Orlando, is what I am taking away from this. Right. I don't know. You would think that uh, Minnesota would be trying to. Um, I mean, it just stopped for that stadium right away, just like uh, Dallas did. Yep. Um, I was, you know, by booking boxing fights and stuff right away. But I don't know. It's interesting. But I would, I, I don't know. And the, the thing anyway, about Minneapolis, uh, I mean, uh, excuse me, Minnesota um, Stadium looks beautiful from watching the game as well. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And when it's all lit up and like in the renderings that we've seen online, it's just beautiful. And um, yeah, it's a different looking building. There's not a lot of stadiums that look like just that like diamond esque shape of it. And mm-hmm. not only that, I just think of the AWA legacy and all the the wrestling that's come out of the the Twin Cities area in Minnesota. It would have been nice to kind of have some throwbacks mm-hmm. to that in the Hall of Fame. Granted, a lot of those guys like mm-hmm. Vern Gagne and you know people like that are already in. And you know Gene Okerlund got to start there. Bischoff was an announcer there as his first gig. Stuff like that. But that just bummed me out because, like, I could have driven to Mania 33 if it was in. And, you know, it's not like it's a done deal, but you're here in Orlando, Orlando, Orlando. It's probably going to be in Orlando. It just seems like that's how the rumor mill has worked with Mania announcements, especially considering they could probably make the announcement in two weeks at the Rumble or immediately following the Rumble when they're already in Orlando because it's at the Amway Center. The Rumble is um, a week from Sunday. So, um, I guess, can we kind of just get into the Rumble a little bit, where you guys think they're headed with the actual Rumble match and, you know, by proxy, the WWE title? Like, I'm For sure. I'm having a hard time. There's like a million directions they could go, which, like you said last week, Silas, makes it all the more intriguing. Absolutely. So, I guess I'm just like, it kind of seems like they're pushing Brock and Roman again, but, like, we all know Triple H is in the corridor waiting to enter, and... I guess someone online counted all the people they had on the stage to start Raw this week, how many people they that they were kind of showing were in the Rumble, and people counted 29 participants, which would mean if everyone comes out they say is going to come out, there's only room for one surprise entrant. you got to think that's going to be Triple H, or maybe The Undertaker, but probably Triple H. Man, people be on it. <laughs> right? Right? But yeah. If that's the case, then I'm not happy with just one guest. Uh, I know. It's the fun part of the rumble. Right. I need at least five. You know. If they were I gonna have, if they were gonna have Triple H win it, the best way to do it would be to make him number thirty one. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be tremendous? Wouldn't that be great? Was anybody else kind of hoping Shane McMahon might make an appearance? <laughs> I always um, hope that, but I know it's not gonna happen. He's not coming. Uh, so, just just to go off the limb, with me saying there need to at least be five guest participants, we know there's one celebrity person who comes out, you know, who doesn't wrestle. Uh, you have maybe two legends, you have a return person, and then you have a, a throwaway who comes in 
takes forever to come out and gets thrown right back out. If they do that, I want the Godfather. The Godfather's so, always great. Uh-huh. That. So good. That was so good. <laughs> he gets knocked out and he just goes back to dancing like he doesn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's so great. Well, like, but you gotta remember, one legend's already been used in Chris Jericho. That's one legend. I, true. I, I kind of that kind of bothers me. It seems like he's building a program for Mania with the New Day, and I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know how I feel either. either. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I feel like Jericho could be better used. Oh, Ooh. by the way, speaking of the New Day, so coworker of mine who does not watch wrestling by any means took his son to. I guess it would have had to have been SmackDown, which yeah. was our last event here. Yeah. Yep. And he was saying he had no clue who anybody was, and his son was, you know, very excited over Roman Reigns. And he said, he's like, I was just clueless. I was just taking my son to make sure he had a good time. But he's like, but it was those, that uh, group of three people that were really good. And I was like, what group of three people? He's like, you know, they had a lot of colors, and they had a uniform. One dude had a trumpet. I was like, oh, the New Day. And I was just like... Yeah, like, they literally might be the hottest thing going right now. And I think that's kind of incredible to think, like, somebody who does not watch wrestling by any means play homage to them. Like, hey, they're good. So, yeah, good for them. Um, Do you think that Xavier Woods is going to kind of change up the gimmick again? Because those guys seem like they always keep it fresh. Because he got the uh, the trombone broken by Chris Jericho. <laughs> And his reaction, like somebody like killed his dog, was the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> do you think that they can kind of switch it up again when he brings up some new thing? Like it's kind of a throwback to, in a lot of ways to Jimmy Hart with the megaphone. But do you think he can find another <laughs> thing to bring out in place of the trombone? Because I think that he, I just like how fresh those guys keep it. Like they rode the, they had like the dancing thing, and now they got the unicorn thing and the trombone thing. I, I just hope he has like another thing in mind. I'm pretty sure they do, and and hopefully that's going to be the, the, the point, that you're going to focus on the New Day rather than Chris Jericho trying to put over the New Day because I think the New Day can carry themselves if that's a potential cue that they're taking in the Mania. So I'm pretty sure and confident that they will. Yeah, and it would be, I guess, like the way you go about it, maybe do like a three-on-three where Chris Jericho recruits two guys to take on the New Day, not the Usos, please, and um, mm. and because uh, that was just weird for me. Um it would be cool to see him recruit some like other legend guys to get like some different faces, some throwbacks on the card because you're gonna need all the star power you can get with all the people that are Edge, out injured. Edge and Christian would be so perfect if they were healthy. Oh gosh, that would be. Oh, that would you be could great. call themselves the Canadian Connection. Yeah. <laughs> it would be really good. Um, that would be perfect if they were healthy. This may be a dumb question, but have they ever formed a stable? Um, I don't think so. They had, I mean, the only Canadian stable was the one in TNA. The um, what did they call that stable? Like PD Williams and um, I think they were just Team Canada. Team Canada, they? and then you had the Un-Americans with Test and Christian and That's Lance right. Storm. Yeah, Lance Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of getting back to the Rumble, I guess like they seem like they're booking Brock pretty strong in this thing. They seem like they're booking um. Roman obviously is going to be in the final two. I don't think there's any doubt there. And it seems I, like Bray Wyatt is going to be in the final four. Well, no, Bray, yeah, Bray Wyatt and the family like are clearly oh, going to yeah. going to make some noise. Out of outside of those three, and you know, obviously Triple H lurking in the shadows. Is there anybody else? Like everyone keeps saying, Kevin Owens online. I'm not seeing it based on that they let Brock throw him around like a rag doll for two seconds at the end of Raw. 
Yeah. That was weird for me, considering how much stake people put in Kevin Owens online. Well, you got to put your ultimate teaser, Dolph Ziggler, in there. Oh, my gosh. Vince calling him out by name was so awkward at the beginning of Raw. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, you've been here for 10 years. Maybe you could finally grab the brass ring. And it's like, Vince, I've been here for 10 years. You know I'm not going to grab that brass ring now. <laughs> You just that was put, so disrespectful. You just you just jobbed me out to Heath Slater last week on Raw. Let's be clear. <laughs> and a year ago, I was teaming with Sting to beat to beat Team Authority at Survivor Series. Look how the mighty have fallen. So sad. Like I said before, the only main eventing he's doing is on storylines of Total Divas, which, <laughs> which comes back next week. <laughs> but you know, um, just thinking back to the Rumble, though, I I still think that this whole building Brock up is a swerve. I do too. I think so too. um, So who do you put him with, Dr. M? That's like, where where do you go there? Well, thinking about just the lack of talent depth now, I think it would probably not be the best move to have a Brock Roman anything at Mania. you got to spread people around. Yeah. And so um, I can see Brock maybe being in the final four, but there's going to be some kind of swerve where he gets eliminated and... I don't know. I think that little interaction he had with Kevin Owens may be worth thinking about. Um, I could easily see um, WWE pushing that going into WrestleMania. Uh, Kevin Owens, the good thing about him is that he can easily be put in a program with about three to four people right now. Um, And so I think it's just a matter of Vince just picking somebody for Owens to go against. Um, And I think Brock would be uh, an interesting choice. I mean, it would just be as simple as, you know, Kevin Owens getting thrown out and just completely flipping like we've seen him do so many times on Raw, coming in and getting him some with Brock and pulling Brock out to get him back, and then there you go, off to the races. And then maybe, you know, Brock continues to stake his claim for the title. Maybe you do Brock against whoever comes out as champion at Fastlane Mm -hmm. just as kind of like a throwaway thing, and you have Kevin Owens cost him again there or something. Like, it's very... Because they have Brock. They, Brock is booked to to wrestle at Fastlane in February. So mm-hmm. for real, yeah, Brock and Jericho are both booked. They're both being advertised. Because oh, okay. because like they're gonna need some star power at that that pay per view. And um, I like what you're saying there, Doctor M. I could easily see that happening. But can I ask sure. you a follow up? Part of me doesn't feel like WWE values what they have in Kevin Owens, and they may not put him up against Brock. <laughs> Just because they don't think he's big enough or legit enough, but then it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's kind of the same problem with Taker. It's like at that point, who's left to face Brock that could be a legitimate threat? Yeah, well, I mean, I think I think WWE is definitely warming up to Kevin Owens, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only did you know he get called out by Steph at the beginning of Raw, but um, I mean, I think it means something that. Kevin Owens got the main event spot this past Monday with Vince and Steph sitting at ringside watching him. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he main event in SmackDown on this first on the premiere on USA against Dean Ambrose. Did. Yeah. Which was so, a, which I mean, is a good show. I, think, I, I like mean, SmackDown last week. Yeah, it was good. Um, so I think WWE is um, at least starting to see value in him, and now I, I think they're just trying to figure out the best way to kind of uh, step things up with him uh, where it doesn't feel terribly forced you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so 
So if Brock doesn't win the Rumble, because like I think we all kind of, I think I heard everyone agree that it's kind of a swerve to kind of book Brock elsewhere. I really, really, really don't like Roman winning the Rumble because I think you're just going to tick fans off again who see him as a reincarnation of the Cena monster. Mm-hmm. If you just put him over like – and, and also, what does that say if you put him over the entire roster in a one-versus-all match? It's like who does he have left to feud with if he's already beat everybody? Right. So then if not him, if we're looking at the options we set forth before – it's what, Triple H or Bray Wyatt? Slater. Slater, baby! He's ripping off the Adam Cole, baby thing, and I don't like that. That's okay, though. Adam Cole's going to main event the next ROH pay-per-view. That's kind of cool. Indeed. Yeah, but um, I really don't want Triple H to win the Rumble, you guys. <laughs> I really don't. Even if he did win the Rumble, that's the, that's the ultimate boss versus... Versus everybody else, or versus your top, you know, superstar moment that you can wait for. But if Triple H wins the Royal Rumble, I want him to win at Mania against Roman. I want Roman to lose, and that could be a great thing for another underdog story where it's not the same thing as Daniel Bryan again. So I'm actually okay with Triple H winning it. I really am. I am too. <sighs> I. I mean, Triple H is job to everybody, but then you beat Sting. Once again, if you beat Sting on a major WrestleMania pay-per-view, you got to build on that if you wrestle again. So why not win again? Why not be the champion? Who can do your job but you? You know, you you want to make sure you get the job done because you can't trust anybody else to do it. Sheamus failed. Seth got hurt. So who's going to be the true A-plus player? The boss. <sighs> See, the only other option I can think of, um, and this is um, kind of going off of, I, I sometimes read Jim Ross's blog, and um, he was talking about how even though with all these injuries, WWE is in such a great position right now because they have the opportunity to shake things up a lot with the guys they still have. Um, and he was like, the best move for WWE right now would be to just to take a major risk and, and see what happens. And I'm thinking that if Triple H doesn't win the Rumble, then maybe the winner of the Rumble will be one of these rumored uh, new guys coming into WWE soon or someone that just comes completely out of left field. And obviously the tricky thing about that is that if somebody comes out of nowhere and wins it, of course there are going to be some fans that complain. But again, do we give WWE props for taking a big risk by doing that though? Yes. Because we've seen John Cena or – you know, Brock Lesnar in that position all the time, every time, forever and ever. I would love I think Bray Wyatt, even though he's been booked very strong towards the Rumble, would be shocking. Because like here's a guy who's been in the you know on the main roster for just a couple years and he wins the Rumble after not even winning at WrestleMania yet. And you've got this daunting monster of a heel coming into WrestleMania as your heel champion with the family behind him. You could do a lot of things with that, and it would be new, and it would be different. Mm-hmm. And like then you could still do Triple H and Roman without the title because I, I maintain it doesn't need it. And maybe that's your Taker match right there. And I know we saw that match already last year, but it would give Taker something meaningful to do in you know his home state at Re- Big WrestleMania um, for the title. And then... It'd be kind of cool if it was Taker's last match to send him off with the title or something. I don't know. You could do something like that. 
I know that's way out there. And Mr. D Wayne, you just joined us. Welcome to the. We're just talking Rumble winners. Who we think is going to win? So I'm going to be honest with you. The way it looks like right now, I feel that there's no this the way the story is playing out. I feel like there's no other person that can win but Triple H. <laughs> we were. Celis was just saying that before you got right on. Um, I hate you guys. It sets up the correct story. It makes it seem like Triple H has his massive. If no one else can do it, it has to be me. And it sets it sets us up. If you're going to so-called push Roman Reigns forward and have him be this top baby face, it it needs to happen that way. Because one, he can beat Triple H and overcome the authority at WrestleMania, and two, not only that, he can win the belt at WrestleMania. Can I tell you what I told the guys before you got on, Dwayne? Wouldn't it be funny if Triple H was entrant number 31 and won the Rumble? You know what? I actually read an article about that. Seriously? Uh, Someone yeah. stole my idea and we haven't even put this podcast out yet. Uh, I, it was like, it was a few days ago and it said like surprise, surprise um, things that could happen at Royal Rumble. And one of the points was like, well, if you have, Triple H maybe have be an surprise entry number thirty one. You know that could possibly happen. What I might think is happening is that he is going to be probably surprise entry number thirty, maybe thirty one. But you won't, you probably won't see him the last entry as him until Roman Reigns is by himself in the ring. Yeah, he like beat everybody, and then like you hear Triple H's music, and he's like, "Oh, I got one more obstacle, and I don't think I can." You know, I could see that, but I just don't. That's great. Yeah, it is, but it isn't because there's so many ways they could do it, which makes it exciting. It's predictable, but I think it's necessary, very necessary for the storyline to go on. Can I tell you what's not going to happen in the Rumble, you guys? (laughs) <laughs> AJ, AJ Styles is not debuting at the Royal Rumble. Don't Great. sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. No, what's the if he's not winning it? What's heard, the point? In regards to that, from what I heard, that they can't do nothing until February. Well, they they, they got to get those guys signed and get their physicals done. Not only that, just why debut him on a night you have so much excitement already? Like save him for Fastlane. I wouldn't say save him for Fastlane if you want to do it correctly. I mean, I know the rumors out there, but I mean, if you want to do it correctly and promote the talent that you have on the roster already, do it. The, do it the raw at the um, WrestleMania. Yeah, although they might need the star power on WrestleMania, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that point too. But the thing is, who would it, who would they? That's the thing. Who would they feud against? Well, Yager Minas heels. You could feed him against the New Day. That would be really exciting. So, um, considering that what's the face never got eliminated last year, <laughs> I can't wait to see what he's going to do this year. Curtis Axel's been in the Rumble for like three hundred some days, man. Yeah, he's still in it. Axelmania <laughs> so running te- wild. So technically, <laughs> is he a, is he an entry for this one? Him and Roman are still in the last year's Rumble. It's not over yet. <laughs> 
Can you imagine um, Curtis Axel fighting champion Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 31? My God. That's anybody anybody against crazy. Brock is like, a, all right. Yeah. Um, are we going to talk about Kalisto winning the United States Championship? We, oh we can, but I, I don't want to spoil SmackDown for you tomorrow. But Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, now, yeah. I, well, I WWE already posted it. Oh, well, then it's not on us then. They put it out yeah. there. Okay, so what's up with that? I thought SmackDown was live. Well, just no, no. Tomorrow. it's taped. I mean, not today, yesterday, whatever day it was. They do some. <laughs> they do like a live special once in a while, but no, just just to clue you in, fans. WWE spoiled it already. Um, Del Rio gets his rematch for the U.S. title and wins it back from Kalisto. So Kalisto was, <laughs> if you go, you know, in the linear calendar, Kalisto was U.S. champion for about twenty four hours. <laughs> Which is longer than five minutes and fifteen seconds. So, so what's the point of all that? Maybe just to show that Kalisto can hang, and get, maybe no. make him the he's not Ray that's a good, Mysterio though. No, yeah, he's but, not Ray Mysterio, but he could be in that ballpark. And he yeah, got a good so, reaction too. People right, like him. Right. He's great. They're doing, they're doing the right thing with him. At, at least we can honestly say that, you know. Yeah. But you know what? Should we feel bad for though? Out of all this. Sin car. Why? He got hurt. You said you no. can do about that. Once again, remember, remember, it is not the person who's playing Sin Cara now. Who's that? Unico. We're not talking about Unico. We're just talking about Sin Cara, the character. When Sin Cara was in that Money in the Bank match, got hurt. So somebody else took the glory. Now he has a tag team partner. He got hurt. And his tag team partner got the uh, individual belt. So I just hope for Sin Cara. He just can't win. The character cannot win. That's not bad. I don't think there's no harm done in this because think about it. I mean, he won it and lost it. And if it had been somebody mainstream that this would have happened to, we'd have been like, well, I feel so bad for him. But the fact that he won is still good regardless. You know, he's not about to get a major run. Nope, nobody would be sold on that. I wish Sin Cara had the trampoline again. <laughs> oh, no. That's like always a botch waiting to happen with old Sin Cara. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> wish I could see that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> With the trampoline? Yeah. Oh, see, the reason I, I, I saw it one time when I was at SmackDown, it was pretty sweet. It's just a little gimmicky trampoline, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gets up, though. Yeah, he does. Um, Sting's going to go in the Hall of Fame, you guys. I'm excited. Who introduces him? Ric Flair. Ric Flair. No question. Not, that that, okay. not just because that's rumored on the internet. That was my first reaction. Okay, now, would it be bad if I was thinking of two things on this? Now, let me go back to your conversation when you were talking about Minneapolis, uh, Aaron. Now, wouldn't it be great, as a side note, if you, in, in, you know, Steam deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but if you put him in the Hall of Fame next year with Mania being in Minneapolis, and let's say you have your Hall of Fame induction ceremony at the Mall of America, wouldn't that be great at showing honor to WCW as well for their first show being on Nitro? At the Mall of America, it would creative, creative. <laughs> yeah, it would be, it would be such a cool throwback. But they would do it at the Target Center. Yeah, I yeah. know. But what about Lex Luger introducing? If, I thought about that. I really thought about that. I think Lex Luger should get inducted this year. He earned it. He had he had two great runs. He had a good run in WWE and a good run in WCW. Right. I actually enjoy using him on a WWE 2K16. <laughs> Luger's in the game. Yeah. As yeah. as Luger or as the narcissist? Uh as Lex uh, as Lex Luger. That's cool. Yeah, cool. not not that old. Not that that back. Do you remember Basically. Luger winning the title from Hogan in the Georgia Dome on Nitro? Yep. Yep. Gosh, yep. I've marked out so hard as a little kid for that. 
I believe that's on the network, if I'm not mistaken. Do you know what year it was? Because I would love. I was looking for it, and I couldn't find it. I know they have I, a lot more nitros now, but what year was that? I have to look at my my past uh, episodes. I looked at, but I believe I looked at that. And I want to see. I want to see the one where Goldberg won the title from him in the Georgia Dome too, because that I was, was there. Yeah, you were there. I hate you. I hate you for a lot of things today. I think this episode is going to be called "I Hate Doctor M." Now that, so, Doctor M, what do you remember? Any other matches that night? Because I remember watching every minute of that Nitro, but I can't remember. I just remember the whole night was like building up to that. Yeah, I don't remember anything else from that night. I just remember that um, that arena went absolutely crazy, and like. I was with my dad, too, and my dad couldn't care less about wrestling. <laughs> but, um, you know, everybody around us was, like, chanting Goldberg. So he even started chanting Goldberg. So you know it. You want to know why? Because <laughs> Goldberg is just great. <laughs> yes. You've been marking out for Goldberg for, like, two episodes now. He has by far the best entrance I ever for me. Yep, and I hate to say it, but Finn Balor is coming up really close to it, though. Finn Balor, I, I was just about to say that too. Well, Finn Balor when he does the demon entrance, I love it. Mm. I think he, I think he looks cool with the leather jacket entrance too. I still think we're going to see a demon entrance at WrestleMania somehow. Gosh, got to. Don't you te- have I don't, hope so. Don't tease me like that, Doctor M, or I'll hate you even more. <laughs> What are we missing, you guys? Um, oh, I you know what the best feud in uh, WWE is right now? It's uh, Charlotte and Becky Lynch. I absolutely love what they're doing with Becky Lynch, and I couldn't have said that two months ago. I am glad we are bringing this up. Go for it. What Did you, did you have some uh, take on it? I mean, finally, her character has some type of definition now. She's got a bunch. She's got some fire under her rear end, finally, and she's not just like a vanilla baby face. Yeah. It's so she's so good. I love that she went and jumped Charlotte before her match on Raw. I thought that was great. She's like yelling a lot during her promos. Like I could legitimately buy into a Becky Lynch babyface champion, but I think we all know that the rumor is that uh we're gonna get Sasha back around February. MCL injury is what I'm hearing now. Oh, okay. Um I still think you're gonna see and maybe it's a triple threat, and I would almost be into that too, just because I think Becky Lynch deserves that spot. If Paige isn't going to be healthy, and if you know none of the other divas are quite ready for that spot, I'd be into a triple threat. They could do it. I'm talking about it, mainly, obviously. They have to give them the, the right amount of time to do it. I I think that they yes agreed. Yeah. Doctor L didn't hear you say much about it. No, I agree with you guys. I I think that is one of, if not the best feud happening in WWE right now. And, uh, no, it's, it's finally seeing Becky Lynch. Uh, we all knew she was talented for the longest time, and now she's finally getting a show, as you said, to change some definition in her character. So, uh, I would definitely look forward to seeing some kind of triple threat match at Mania with uh, arguably the three best in the game right now. So, and can, speaking of, of divas, really quick, I know we got to get going soon, but um, I had the chance to look at um, Impact Wrestling for a few minutes yesterday, and just an observation. I feel like we're we're kind of seeing a switch now because um, I, I tuned in, I guess 
just after the beginning of what was called a knockout street fight. And <laughs> I saw this. It, um, what, honestly, is there a car alarm going off right now? <laughs> D-Wayne, are you carjacking somebody? <laughs> no, he just muted himself. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I don't care. Doctor, I'm keep going. I'm sorry. No, it just it just reminded me of like what we used to dislike about the old divas. Like their their matches that just seemed quick and pointless. Like that's what the knockouts made me think of last night. So it seems like there's an interesting switch happening. Isn't that sad too? Because their promotion. knockout division was top notch. Yeah, it's sad. Who who are who's the knockouts champion right now? Is it Gail Kim? Gail Kim for the twenty fourth time, I think. <laughs> well, when you got something good, you go with it, right, Doctor M? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. You know, I didn't catch it, but I, I meant to. Um, Michael Bennett's debut in TNA. Did you happen to see Bennett and Maria Kanellis on there at all when you watched? I I did, and um, it was underwhelming. And they kind of brought him in with a lot of promos and fanfare, and it's. Um, I just really liked the Kingdom Stable and ROH. It stinks. That, I mean, I, I'm assuming he's getting paid well as a singles act now, but I, I liked the kingdom. I missed that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, um, I doubt I'm going to turn into or tune in, I should say to impact any, any more after this. I, I, <laughs> I watched a good chunk of it when they debuted on whatever that new channel is. Pop and, TV. Uh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. I don't have that. <laughs> I do actually, but I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. And I, like I said, I watched about 10 minutes, um, yesterday and it, it looks the same old same old so i i don't really have a reason to tune in let, let me make something really clear right here when matt hardy is involved in your world title picture consistently at this mm-hmm. age i can't take you seriously yeah good point you know what i mean and james storm spurning wwe and nxt and going back and reuniting beer money to be fair, though, yeah. it's not like if you watch the second time they had James Storm wrestle on NXT, there was little to no reaction. Yeah. <laughs> he's no, just he's not. He should be. Yeah, he's, you know, all due respect to him, he's not in a position to command that kind of attention in WWE like a Samoa Joe or eventually an AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bobby Roode could come in like, like that either. As much as Bobby Roode is great in the ring, I just don't think is, it's the personality fit for WWE that's just my opinion but alright we have two minutes left I guess well Uh, yeah anything else before we go what's that the news from New Japan um there's been a lot of news because it seems like Kenny Omega is trying to resurrect the Bullet Club over there in all respect to him I love Kenny Omega um uh, Nakamura I mean WWE has the rights to Nakamura's theme song they they have the right to the theme song. Yeah, I love his I theme read. song. That's great. I I, I doubt they'll use it, but I hope they do. He's been stripped. He's been stripped of the title. If you ever heard that, I, and his last day effective of uh, New Japan is the thirtieth. And it sounds like he's going to go to the performance center for a, a little bit, which is um, surprising. Which is. Uh, you know what Jim Ross, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you know what Jim Ross noted when he wrote about him recently is that Nakamura speaks English. Yeah. That's cool. That's going to serve him well. I think that that's hindered Hideo Itami. Yeah. 
I think uh, I think the mic picked up on on him at Wrestle Kingdom. That's how I realized it. Hmm. So. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, it's weird to me that they stripped the title off of him when they could have just as easily built someone up as he's going out. That's the way the business has traditionally worked, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they said it online. <laughs> Old-fashioned style. Yeah, I mean, unless you're Bret Hart and it's 1997, that's usually how it goes. Um, <laughs> that's not meant to be a slight. That's just the only time I can think of, you know, one of the only times where it didn't quite work out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's weird. I, I'm guessing there's some um, some bad blood there, is my guess. Why, oh, why well. strip him of the well, title? It's silly. The common denominator from the last two wrestlers we just talked about is it, it's all about the money. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, I, I think we kind of got to everything. Um, just kind of taking five seconds to think if there's anything else big so we don't have a gaping hole. In the... No, I think we got it all. Yeah. I still yeah. have no idea who The Undertaker is going to wrestle at WrestleMania. That's really bugging me that there's like, you know. Keith Slater. And I'm still nowhere near excited or looking forward to fast lane. Like I just keep forgetting it. Well, it it is a it's the fast lane, so you just cruise past it, too, James. <laughs> have to, because I did not enjoy it last year. I just have to put emphasis on that. I, I enjoyed Roman versus Daniel Bryan a lot, but other otherwise I could have kind of you know taken it or leave it type of thing. Yeah. No, I, I feel you on that. And then they had Sting come out and uh, him and Triple H kind of like face down and. Set up their match at Mania. That was the other big right. thing at Fastlane. But you're right; it wasn't. It was kind of a throwaway show. But you know, you think a couple of years ago we used to have the Elimination Chamber to look forward to them. But I, I kind of agree that they shouldn't have their guys get beat up in the Elimination Chamber right before Mania, especially now. Right. There's like nobody healthy. Yeah. Well, next week it's going to be our Mania predictions episode, fellas. So. All the stuff that we have no idea about, we're going to turn it into a full podcast next week. <laughs> so that's exciting to look forward to. But granted, we'll have some, you know, another SmackDown and another Raw to get through, and maybe that will help clarify things a little bit. Um, I know we we're going to get Dean hope. Ambrose and Kevin Owens in a Last Man Standing match for the IC title at Mania. That match is confirmed, and you got to think we're going to get Becky and Charlotte for the title for the Divas. You mean title. at the Rumble? At the Rumble, sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would assume the tag straps will be defended, but who knows? I'm assuming the Usos will go up against them. Yeah. Cool. I think we did it, you guys. We lost um, Mr. Sellis on the way there because he he had to jet. Um, D-Wayne is muted right now. He's in the middle of Grand Theft Auto, the real real life version. D-Wayne, you still there, brother? (laughs) Nah, he got arrested. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> war, war levels five stars you about to get Baltimore's <laughs> finest on <laughs> Mr. D-Wayne any parting words before we go <clears throat> no, I'm thinking about doing another scene of monster fouls how can he ruin things when he's not here Guess what the title of the next one's going to be? Oh, boy. The WWE Championship. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Hold on, what was last week's? I thought that was it last week. No, last week was WrestleMania, wasn't it? The, I thought yeah, it was the whole WWE. 
These have gotten so big. Like next week, the Republican nomination for president, Cena Monster Files. <laughs> Thanks, Cena. Um, okay, so do you want to you want to do another Monster Files next week on our Rumble preview? Yeah, we're gonna do another um, Monster Files next right. week. Don't don't get locked up before then. We're looking forward to it now. All right. <laughs> all right. Good man. Well, um, I think we did it. We're gonna head out on a on a high note there. That was really funny. <laughs> I honestly didn't know if he was still here. Or not. Um, <laughs> but um, this was a fun. We'll uh, we'll get back with you guys with the rumble preview next week, and then um, after that, we're really on the road to. We'll say we're on the road to fast lane. Fast lane's gonna be awesome. I already know it. Um, but for uh, for Mr. Silly Silas. <laughs> For two chains for Dr. M for Mr. D-Way, and this is Aaron. This has been the Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast, bgbgroup.tumblr, that's T-U-M-B-L-R.com, for all of our new uh, episodes and announcements and things, at bgbgroup on Twitter, and facebook.com slash Belt. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.